Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This is the Couple Next Door, script number 176 for broadcast Monday, September 1st, time 2.30. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt. good heavy boxes in the garage? I don't have any more good heavy boxes anywhere. Brought in the last two boxes that were out there. Well, they're no good. I put some books in them, picked up the box, and the books fell off the bottom. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> we just got to have more strong cartons, dear. Yeah. Seems to me that's all I've done the last few days, race all over the place trying to find some boxes. I know. Golly, I never realized we had so much stuff. Well, you never do until you go to move, I guess. Mommy? Yes, Betsy. Darling, you stay outside and play, huh? Mommy and Daddy are so busy here. What are we going to do today? Do? Well, we're going to keep on with our packing. It's a holiday and everybody else is doing something. Well, we're sorry, darling, but Daddy has to take advantage of this holiday to help Mommy. You don't want to have Mommy do all the work, do you? Packing up and everything? But why do you have to do it today? It's a holiday. Why don't you go outside and play, darling? Hmm? There isn't anybody to play with. Everybody's gone away. Oh, yes, I guess the Beitners went out to the beach and so did the Kendalls. How'd you like to finger paint? No. No. Well, get your crayons and draw some pictures. No, that's no fun. Oh, dear. Well, why don't you go give all your children baths in the bathinette? Hmm? No, I want to do something that's fun. <laughs> well, what would be fun? I don't know. Now, look, you have a room full of toys and books and puzzles. Go do some puzzles. You like those. No. Well, darling, I'm sorry, but you'll just have to get out from underfoot. We have so much we have to do. Now, we have to be moved out of the house in two weeks, Betsy. Try to understand, please, dear. Oh, never mind. I'm going outside. Mm. Well, I got all that stuff in the basement to pack up, too. Gosh, you know, I forgot about that. That's a mess down there. Oh, look at her out there. Just sitting on the porch by herself. She's so lonesome. Well, all children are lonesome at times. You can't be always babying her. No, but you know we don't do much with her. You know, just the three of us. First thing you know, she'll be 15 or 16, and she won't want to be with us. Yeah, that's true. Oh, let's just forget the packing for a little while and play with her, huh? <laughs> come on, come on. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad to stop myself for a minute. Yeah, I think you're right. Betsy, where is she? Now, where is she? Betsy! She certainly can't be far. Betsy! Come on, Mommy and Daddy are going to play with you. Betsy! Betsy! <laughs> Song star Ferlin Husky is pinch-hitting for our vacationing Arthur Godfrey this week. Keeping him company while he keeps you company are Louise O'Brien, Alan Copeland, and the Honey Dreamers. Altogether, they bid you a hearty welcome to a daily session of merriment and music Monday through Friday as most of these same stations present Arthur Godfrey time. And speaking of welcomes, there's a big one waiting for you on CBS Radio House Party today. Every weekday, Art Linkletter plays host to America on House Party. He never runs out of ideas or games and zany stunts. He always saves time for a down-to-earth chat with his visitors. 
And that means there's always plenty of fun afoot on House Party. And there's always plenty of human interest listening, too. Now, whether you're working today or taking it easy in the shade, join us on CBS Radio when Arthur Linkletter invites you to be guest of honor at his house party. Okay, come on, Betsy. Mommy and Daddy are going to play with you. Now, what would you like to play? Let's play house. <laughs> All right. <laughs> play house. Who is who? I'm going to be the mother, and you two can be my children. Oh, well, all right. You can be me, Mommy, and we'll pretend I have another little girl. That's you, Daddy. I'm a little girl? Why not a boy? No, you be a girl, Darlene. Okay, I'm Darlene. And you're both <laughs> lying on the floor. You're reading a book, Mommy, and you're watching television, Daddy. And I'm trying to get you both to bed, and you don't want to, Okay. 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 <laughs> wait till I get a book. Yeah, wait till I turn on the TV. No, just pretend, Daddy. Now, you both lie on the, down on the floor. All right. Good thing we both got old clothes on, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and pretend I'm sitting here sewing buttons on my husband's shirt, okay? Yeah, all right. You both ready? Yep, sure. And you hit each other sometimes, and I don't like it, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. It me hurt. <laughs> so I'm sitting here sewing. All right. Oh, darn it, I can't find my scissors in the sewing basket. Betsy, go get Mommy's scissors. Oh! Did you hear me? Go get my scissors on the dining room table. Why do I always have to get everything? Because you're younger than I am. Now, hurry up. All right, I always have to do everything around here. I should think you'd be glad to do things for your Mommy. After all, I do for you. (laughs) Oh, Mommy, we're playing. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll get the scissors, Mommy. Darlene? No, it's me. Uh, well, yeah, well, why, why, Mommy? Turn the television off now. You're going to bed. No, I don't want to go to bed yet. It is 6 o'clock and you are both going to bed. 6 o'clock? That's pretty early. I don't put you to bed at 6 o'clock. Well, my children going to bed at 6 o'clock. I don't want to go to bed. I well, you are going to bed. I don't want to hear another word out of you. Now, oh. take that look off that face of yours. Well... I want to read my book, Mommy. Well, you are not going to read. You're going to bed. It isn't good for you to read in that terrible light. You ruin your eyes. Your eyes are the most precious possession you have. <laughs> Daddy. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes. Now, you children lie down right away and go right to sleep. Mm. Hey, do we go to bed with our clothes on? No, pretend you take them off, okay? All right. Now, Mommy, will you unzip me in the back? <sighs> yes, yes, turn around. You're old enough to undress yourself. There, and pretend you put your nightgown on, okay? Yeah, <laughs> Put your nightgown on, Darlene. Okay. <laughs> now lie down, children, and I don't want to hear another word out of you. <sighs> Mommy, I'm thirsty. Mommy, I'm hungry. You should have eaten your dinner and drank your milk. Drunk. Drunk your milk. And then you wouldn't be wanting them. Now you can just wait until breakfast in the morning. Oh, oh don't. Darlene hit me, Mommy. Well, Betsy hit me first. I did not. You did too. You did not. You did, 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 Darlene, Betsy, do you want me to spank you? No. (laughs) Then go to sleep, and I'm telling you for the last time. Okay, it's morning. Now, and you're eating breakfast. Morning. (laughs) Well, I tell you, that's the quickest night's sleep I ever had. That's that's the way, not the way it seems, too. (laughs) Darlene, eat your oatmeal. It's good for you. I don't like it, Mommy. Well, it's very good for you. It has vitamins in it. You want to be filled with vitamins inside, don't you? Oh, I guess so. <laughs> now, I'm Danny in the morning. What, you're me? 
Well, I'm the father of you two children. Now, wait a minute. Are we still eating breakfast? Huh? Yes, and take your elbows off the table. Close uh-huh. your mouth when you have food in it, darling. And don't talk when you're chewing bits. Oh, sorry, Mommy. Drink your milk and don't play with the silverware. <laughs> now, I'm going downtown shopping, but your father is coming right down to breakfast. Mm. Oh, here he comes now. Now, I'm the father, okay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Honestly. Good morning. I haven't time for anything but a cup of coffee. Where's my briefcase? And where are the car keys? <laughs> Just like you. Mommy. I'm sorry. Go on, Daddy. <laughs> I don't know where the car keys are, Daddy. <laughs> I put the car keys right on the desk last night. Right here. Right here on the desk. And they are not here. Why it is I can never find anything around this place. <laughs> You look like you. Oh, Mommy. I can't help it. I'm sorry, dear. Boy, that isn't an accurate picture of you in the morning. Every morning, look, I must. I do not yell like that in the yes, morning. You do, oh, yes, Daddy. you do, Daddy. Well, then I think I better mend my ways. <laughs> I think I better mend my ways, too. I didn't realize that I said, don't do this and don't do that so much. Aren't you going to play anymore? <laughs> uh, oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, let's play something else. Let's play school. School? Well, all right, dear. Okay. Now, who's going to be the teacher? Daddy, you be Mrs. Gleason, Daddy. Mrs. Gleason? Why can't I be Mr. Gleason? He teaches school, too, doesn't he? Oh, no, Daddy. Teachers are always women. No, no, darling. There are, there are men teachers, too. No, there aren't. Well, I guess in her grade school, they are all women. Well, know? they have men teachers, and I'm a man teacher. Now then, okay. <clears throat> now, pay attention, everybody. <clears throat> yes, sir. <clears throat> who discovered America? Those who know, raise their hand. I know, teacher. I know. I know. Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, mommy. <laughs> Is that correct, Betsy Piper? Christopher Columbus was not really the first man to discover America. Oh, now they learned that in school. No. Nope. What are you trying to do? The Vikings were the first men oh, to discover right America. The Vikings, 500 years well, before Columbus. No, they weren't, Daddy. It was Columbus. He discovered America. Oh, look, don't confuse her. This is no time to split hairs for split heaven's sake. Look, it's an historical fact for heaven's sake. She should learn the correct... Well, she can't learn everything at once, and they Nobody's asking her to learn everything at once, but she should certainly know that the Northmen were really the first to land on the continent well, of the United... Well, all right. I don't want to play school anymore, anyhow. We just started. Well, I don't want to play it anymore. You don't play it right, Daddy. Look, we are going to play school. Seems to me she should learn to stick to something once she started. This changing dear, around... Dear, 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 we were playing with her to keep her happy, remember? <laughs> mm. why, why don't we put on a play? Yeah. would that be fun? Yeah. Let's see, what can we do? Uh, um, Little Red Riding Hood. How's that? And you can be Little Red Riding Hood, Betsy, and I'll be the mother and the grandmother, and Daddy can be the wolf. But we need costumes. <laughs> all right. Let's all go up in the attic and see what we can find in the trunks. Oh, come on, come on. Don't fuss so, dear. It's not that important. You've been fooling around fixing yourself up for an hour. I don't care when you're going to do something. I believe in doing it right and sticking to it. Now, this is something we've got to teach Betsy. Here, now, look, see if you can stuff another pillow in my back there, will you? I'm a little skinny for a wolf. Well, wolves are skinny. You're looking more and more like a grizzly bear. Isn't that for a rug awfully hot? You've got yourself so tied up in it, dear. Yeah, really, all right, sorry. Now, look, we're doing this for Betsy, remember? Nonsense. Now, wait, nonsense. I need some more scotch tape. My fangs are falling off. <laughs> Hey, I made some pretty good teeth, huh? <laughs> Out of that white cardboard, huh? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and mm-hmm. made some pretty good wicked-looking ears, too. What do you think, huh? Yes, but it's silly to go to so much trouble, darling. Children don't need all this. They pretend, dear. 
And it's just as real to them. Gluing those bits of fur on your face, you're going to have a terrible time getting it off your face. Oh, come on now, Don, please, Betsy. All right, all right, waiting, all right. I'm waiting, all set. I'm waiting. All set. Where is she? Where, Betsy? Betsy! <laughs> oh, come on, honey, come on. Daddy's all set to play Little Red Riding Hood. Let's play with Mary Lou Kendall now, Daddy. She came back home. Now, you look here. I've spent an hour fixing myself up like the wolf. Now, you get right over here, and we're going to play. Dear, that is hardly the idea. Anyhow, now she doesn't want us. She has her own little playmate, which is fine. Remember, we have work to do, packing. Come on now. You know, children are really thankless. They, they, they really are. They're, they're ungrateful. <laughs> well, dear, I guess all parents sometimes feel the same way, but there's not much you can do about it. Now, unglue, untie, and unstuff yourself out of that get-up, and let's go on with the packing. By gal, you know, it's frightening. It really is. It's shocking when you think of all you do for a child I and know. how easily they just... Push you aside. I know, you know I know, dear, I do. You better get start you. getting used to it, though. Now, come on, honey, we certainly have work to do. Yeah. The hallmark of every good reporter can best be described as his news sense. And every CBS newsman has it. What is it? News sense combines a subtle, delicate sensitivity to the relative importance of information and the ability to dig out the facts in the face of confusion, with the experience to organize this material logically and concisely. It almost amounts to having a sixth sense where news is concerned. Because every staff correspondent for CBS News has this remarkable quality, you can depend on getting all the facts and getting them right when you hear them on CBS radio. Wherever news is being made, you'll find a CBS newsman on the spot to bring you eyewitness accounts of important world events and colorful sidelights on the background and personalities involved. If you have news sense, you'll keep up with the latest world developments through listening to CBS News, brought to you on a daily schedule of regularity and frequency by CBS radio stations. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.